welcome to New Sincerity, the podcast with honest talk on honest topics. I'm Maddie. I'm Carden. I'm Kelby. And today we are recording in a very inconvenient location. Woohoo! Um, we've tried to start this like three times. We're at, for clarification, we're in a building at our school. We're in a building. We're in a Surprise. building somewhere. <laughs> Not outside. No, um, we're like, there's people walking by outside talking. So if you hear any weird noises, we're doing our best, we're okay? We're doing our best. Look, we had to we had to pick and choose. There were there were pros and cons to different parts of the university. Yeah, we had to steer around. clear of the departments that we study in because <laughs> it would be kind of awkward to be overheard. Um, I was saying earlier in our messaging because we were talking about where we were going to record. They said just not in the philosophy department, not because I'm embarrassed of you guys, but because I'm a little bit embarrassed sometimes of the podcast. You're like I'm just embarrassed of the things I do with you guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no. Sometimes, it's our collective identity. Yeah. Sometimes people like mention the podcast. So I'm kind of like, oh, stop. I'm like, I'm like, stop, stop. No. But then I'm also like, keep talking about yeah, it. Yeah, but I'm also like, oh, you listen? Cool. Yeah, great. Good to know. Um, <laughs> that probably sounded really... Vain. Really vain. Don't worry. We know it's an amateur podcast. Yeah, yeah we're... Uh, we're very in touch with reality. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, sometimes. Um, but this week, we're not talking about um, our own perspectives of the podcast. We're actually going to talk about our relationships with food. So this was a suggestion that my partner, Turner, gave to me over the Christmas holidays. Thank you, Tana. Thanks, Thank you, Tana. Tana. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> um, and so he was suggesting that we talk about how food impacts our relationships. And he was thinking more specifically about like romantic relationships, so, like how... Uh, we've experienced food, um, like kind of changing our dynamic with our partners. Uh, but also it goes for things like living at home, like with your family or with roommates or like relationship with yourself, like Carden was pointing out before we started here. So um, yeah, do we want to kind of get started on? Hell yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Go for it, baby. Okay, okay. I'll start. <laughs> so I'm a loose vegetarian. I like to call myself a flexitarian sometimes. Oh, which that's actually, that's actually really, thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm kind of like, oh yeah, flexing on all these Just flexing on all you. <laughs> so um, sometimes like not really having like I feel like human beings really like to categorize things when you don't, when you don't necessarily fit into a category I feel like sometimes people like kind of like what the fuck yeah. um like I know being vegetarian sometimes people like if I am eating meat people will be like why are you eating meat like you know like I thought you were vegetarian and just like interrogate me on it a little bit yeah but then I also get the opposite reaction where if I choose not to eat meat at a particular meal, it's like, why aren't you eating meat? Like, you know, it, like, I don't know. I, I'm from Alberta, so I have a lot of, like, redneck family, yeah. <laughs> which is, like, can be Burn free. Beef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love burnt beef. So sometimes, like, I feel like no matter what I do, I can't, yeah. you know, like, really connect with anybody in terms of food in that way because I am in that, like, kind of. Yeah, I just think food is such a personal thing for everyone. And, like, I don't know, because it's, like, it is very true. It seems to be that it's like either you are not a vegetarian or a vegan, you're a vegetarian, you're a vegan, you're what like whatever whatever your diet yeah. may be. And I think that as much as I hate to say it, I do think that can be like a little bit separating for some people. Oh, for sure. But it can also be something that like actually brings people together because I feel like I don't know, like what's an example? I don't know. I, I I'm like not veganism. Yeah. I definitely think has like a community. Oh, for yeah. multiple Because it's like if you meet someone else that is vegan and then you like I don't know. Like I was it's vegan. It's definitely for a place while. of connection. For yeah, sure. for sure. And it's like when you met someone else, you're like, Oh my god, that's great. You're you know, vegan? what soy milk do you drink for like two months? It was like not very long. <laughs> but I was a vegetarian for five years and then I stopped. Dang. Which was also a big, felt like a big change in identity, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, like, so I, I 
am a new vegetarian. Like, I've been vegetarian for a month. I went vegetarian for four months when I started university and then basically just kind of got out of the habit of it, but not for any specific reason. Um, and I've always kind of eaten a pretty low meat diet just because my parents try to like not buy meat for our home. Um, but something that I've struggled with as far as vegetarianism, and I think is probably part of the reason why I stopped in first year, was what you're talking about, Cardin, about like the labels of kind of being all or nothing. And I think it's actually really unhealthy because yeah. honestly, like, I just don't see how it's helpful to like a greater project of cutting down meat consumption to say like, oh, like you messed up one time or two times, like, like that's still so much less than if you're consuming every yeah. day. And so it, it just seems like, like this unhealthy mindset of being like, well, if I can't do it perfectly, what's the point of trying? Yeah, yeah. no. And yeah, anytime anybody ever says anything about what I eat, like I go off. Like yeah. that is just something that like, I'm like totally not okay with. And like, yeah. And I feel like, like, that can be very, um, like, case-by-case case basis, too. Like, I, like, I like talking about food. I like talking about, like, what I eat and stuff. Yeah. But in, like, when people are particularly, like, pointing out something that they think that you've done wrong, mm-hmm. like, that's when I'm, like, not okay with it. Or, like, it. how you should be feeling your body. It's, like, you... Ha- you don't live in my body. Exactly. So you yeah. don't know what agrees with my body. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, especially, like... Like, I've definitely, like, struggled with, like, food and stuff and, like, my relationship to, like, my own body and food. So when other people are weighing their opinions in on that, it's kind of, like, not cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever had this, like, because, like, you've been vegetarian for a long time. You're, like, going vegetarian now and, like, I had this when I was vegetarian was, like, it got easier over time for sure where it was, like, I just knew... I knew where I could go, I knew where I couldn't go, I could go to 99.9% of places, you know what I mean? But, like, I don't know, I'm not going to go to, like, Jones Barbecue down the street, you know? Yeah, but like, it and it de- depends on where you live, and too. It, it depends on where you live, but I definitely did find that I don't want to label it disordered for myself necessarily, but I do feel like there was a lot of times where I would really, really beat myself up about the food I had eaten that day or, like, the choices I had made that day, um, especially when I was first transitioning into, like, being vegetarian. It was just kind of like you're holding yourself up to the standard, like, exactly yeah. what you're saying, and then you can really be hard on yourself if something happens. For me, like, I started out being vegetarian uh, for, like, animal rights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... For me, like, it's not funny, but like, I know that, like, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, kind of put that with, like, really, really extreme, like, which is stuff, definitely not, which, like, no, but I, I wasn't trying to laugh no, 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 at, like, no, you know, know, but, but yeah, so, um, so initially it's for, like, animal rights and stuff, and, and also I just watched, like, too many videos mm-hmm. on Facebook because, like, they just, like, came up one after mm-hmm. another, and it was, it was in grade 12, and I remember that day that happened, I cried for, like, two hours, then I was like, I'm going vegan, and I went, like, fucking cold turkey vegan, or cold, I don't know, cold <laughs> celery, <laughs> yeah, cold tofu <laughs> vegan, tofu vegan, um, until I came to university, oh. and then, um, just because, like, with the cafeteria, it wasn't, like, yeah. super, I remember like, you were the girl that always ate your freaking cottage cheese every <laughs> I day, I'd be like, I didn't really know who you were, I was like, hmm? She always eating cottage Only cheese at every meal. Only old people eat cottage <laughs> I cheese. I fucking love cottage cheese. Ugh. Oh, God. And when they came in those, like, little containers, so nice. That's very gross. With a little okay. bit of pepper. <laughs> Anyways. But now it's, like, because meat grosses me out. Yeah. So, for me, it's, like, if I don't, it like, like, it's, like, in specific forms and stuff, like, I'll eat meat and, like, 
like I don't restrict myself to that higher standard kind of thing that yeah. I, like you're talking about yeah. but I think like that's just like my personal case yeah and totally. I think that you're touching on something interesting about like these sorts of like ethical food choices too which is that they can be made for a bunch of different reasons like some people don't eat meat not for ethical reasons but because it doesn't make them feel good or they don't like meat or their family has just never eaten meat mm -hmm. some people it's for like religious reasons some people it's for animal rights reasons and like all of these can come in combinations too for me like obviously like it's not like I want animals to suffer, but the reason I don't eat meat now and have always tried to restrict meat eating as an adult is not because of animal rights. Yeah. It's because of the environment, like, and just how um, unbelievably bad it is for the environment, and it freaks me out. But it also means that, like, it makes more sense when I sometimes, like, I'm, I'm sure inevitably going to eat some meat while I'm overall a vegetarian, like... It's not like a failure on my part to care yeah. about animals because that's not why I'm doing no, it. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, I do feel sometimes like, um, and I totally appreciate like everyone's got a battle and that's great and you can't focus on everything all at once. But like, you know what? My first priority isn't the chickens. And yeah. I know that that's not going to vibe super well with everyone, but it's just... It's true. Yeah. My first priority is like the planet. Yeah. yeah, and that's like, that's why I kind of like laughed at myself a little bit because... Like, I, I I, think I'm kind of more on, like, that side of the spectrum now. Is like, it's not like I don't care, but it's, like, I, there's just it's other reasons. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of the opposite in the sense where, like, the original reason why I did go vegetarian was, like, animal rights and, yeah. like, just feeling really icky knowing kind of what industry I was contributing to. Yeah. And, like, that was kind of, like, the main door that I went through and, like, still to this day is like something that really really bothers me and i feel like i don't know i kind of like feel like i should explain why i stopped which i it's also funny because i feel this pressure to be like i'm not vegetarian anymore because this and this and this and this it's kind of like well you don't have to explain yourself no yeah. but also like there kind of was a valid i'm not gonna say valid i'm not gonna there was a reason and like um so yeah i started because of like animal rights and then it definitely did like i was like learning more about it i was like 16 at the time mm -hmm. so i like you know was kind of an idiot sometimes and like i didn't know about like as much about like the like health stuff and all that so like once i started learning about that and then like the environmental impact it was like why would i not be doing this so i did it for a long time and like was completely content but then as i got a bit older and like my body started to change i definitely noticed that i was just having this like extreme extreme lack of energy and like i think this is a problem that a lot of people face and i am not by any means saying that eating meat is the only solution to this but it just got to the point where it had been a few years and i had done you know blood tests i had been like really trying to do the best that i could with my diet like as as the best that i could mm. as like a student as well yeah on a budget on a budget and like it just got to the point where i was like okay maybe i'm gonna try like a trial where i start eating meat again just to see how it makes me feel and I honestly can't 100% say that it's made me like definitely feel better but it was like once I started getting back into that habit again I just stuck with it mm -hmm. and I do feel shame about that a lot of the time because like my values still completely align with like honestly being a vegan yeah to be honest but that's just like not I'm not like my actions aren't lining up with like that right now but it also was like something that I did for myself because I just wanted to feel better you know so yeah. there's just this whole like ecosystem of like feelings that I feel like exist in this topic oh yeah. for sure yeah well, and it, sorry it's just it's also a complicating factor and again Cardin you're saying you don't have this anymore 
Um, and I'm hoping kind of to train it out of me over time of not eating meat. But it's like, I love meat. Yeah, and oh, me I know, too. me too. Like, I, I'm not one of those people who's like, I just don't like the taste. I'm yeah, I, yeah. I See, am a I, natural carnivore. Yeah. So it's taking a lot of like self-control and training to yeah. get that out of me. And then I basically hope, like you're saying, Carton, like, the more time you go without it, the kind of weirder and grosser it seems to eat it. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, it, it does happen for sure. When I say meat grosses me out, I fucking love the taste of meat. Like, oh, when yeah. I was a kid, my favorite meal was, like, steak, ribs. Like, yeah, I was bacon. a I was real bird gal yeah. at heart. But what grosses me out now is just, like, the videos I've seen. Yeah. You know? Like, well, especially, like, fast food stuff. Ugh. I know. Yeah. And, like, I'm so happy that there's actually, like, more fast food, um like vegetarian options yeah. coming out yeah. now like the beyond meat burger because i feel like every vegetarian those. really oh, are you so kidding good. me they're so i honestly think that they're sorry <laughs> that's a totally <laughs> valid opinion told i just feel like they're honestly better than normal they're burgers. so fucking good i yeah. still get them um like there's like that because i feel like every other like vegetarian burger is like it's like bean patty or like southwest yeah. like it's like it's like something weird on just the never did it for i me. just wanted a fucking burger yeah. you know i'm i'm a falafel gal i love uh, a falafel i don't patty. i don't like falafel I'm not, uh, I can go. I can Falafels go. I can go. Right? I can go for one. I cannot go for one. <laughs> I can one, go. You know? I can stay. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Um, okay, so now that we've kind of laid the groundwork for where we are situated food-wise, um, do we maybe want to move into, like, food in our relationships with other Ooh, people? Yeah. yeah, I think, just jumping off, I think a good start for that would to be talking about, I think this applies to, like, friend groups and family. Um, kind of, like, this, and this doesn't just go for, like, someone who restricts their diet, but, like, anyone. It's, like, people, like you are saying, always have something to say about what other people are eating. Yeah. So when I was vegetarian, without fail, every single family dinner I would yeah. go to, someone would be like, are you still doing that vegetarian thing? And then someone else would go, where are you getting your protein? And it was just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, it's like, you just want to, like, eat your meal and just, like, enjoy yourself and not have to explain your ethical choices every goddamn day. Yes. But, I, yeah. I fucking experience that 100 percent yeah and then you also get the other side where i've i've definitely already had some people and normally i'm like kind of more like middle age demographic kind of like challenging the vegetarian choice by being like well if you're gonna go vegetarian why not go vegan and i'm like yeah because i like cheese and milk and eggs and it's not as like ecologically damaging as the meat industry like it's not great but it's not the same thing so unless you're doing it for the animal rights issue yeah it's not the same sort of like ethical basis and and veganism is like a whole like like lifestyle like that is like no animal byproduct so Including anything like what you, you wear, wear what you buy what yeah. you buy like um even like makeup, makeup yeah, cosmetics, and, yeah. yeah all of that kind of shit hair dye and moreover like and you were touching on this at the start and like a little trigger warning here for, for any sort of like disordered eating past, but um, as someone who's had like kind of like a serious history with like eating disorders and like um, like body image, I'm like, I can't really afford to do like, to take dietary risks where there's a really easy chance of me cutting out a lot of the things from my diet mm-hmm. that provide a lot of sustenance. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like I do, I consume a lot of dairy but it's also the basis for a lot of easy stuff for me to make like a lot of like cereal and stuff like that is based for me in dairy and I don't really enjoy the dairy alternatives and Mm so I even had this uh, discussion with my roommate Hannah who we've had on the podcast before and it's awesome and before I went vegetarian Hannah was like and Hannah's a vegetarian um but was like are you sure this is a good idea just because like like they're aware of my 
disordered yeah. eating history and was trying to like make sure I'm taking care of myself too because you have to be really careful when mm-hmm. you change your diet that you don't let it um, like mentally overtake your life. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Restrictive eating is definitely a, like becomes even more difficult if you have like any sort of mental health issues. Like, I mean, when you're depressed, it's, like, a lot harder to get up and be like, I'm going to make myself a fried tofu burrito with all these vegetables. I know that there's other things you can do, but, like, yeah, and there's ways around it. But it's just, like, for different people at different points on their life, it's really hard. Yeah. And, And, like... And even, like, physically, too, like, you were kind of, like, mentioning how you have, like, really, really low energy and stuff. Like, going vegetarian, it means you aren't getting iron from meat sources or b12 which Mm -hmm. is actually like one of like the biggest slash only sources of b12 is through animal products and so so, like you can you can get around it yeah you can get naturally and there's fortified options and that kind of thing but how your how your body digests certain like nutrients and stuff it's easier through animal products and so i i am the sleepiest most fatigued motherfucker i know <laughs> i can sleep all fucking day and it's gotten to the point where like i can barely make it through three of my classes a day so i just got my blood checked and i checked for iron b12 and my thyroid because and the doctor was like oh you're veget are you vegetarian i was like yeah he's like okay b12 check like yeah so you know you have to like for mental health physical health overall well-being you have to make sure like you do research and like you make sure that like your body is like okay with it because that's like the number one yeah but going back to like the family like like it very much does change the dynamics that you have with like the people surrounding you like given how like suddenly peak their interest is in like what you put in your body yeah and, like, also like not to mention when you think about big like i don't know if you have like big sit down dinners or like with your family extended family sometimes it it becomes possible to feel a little disconnected mm-hmm. in yeah. that setting because it's like i know it's just a matter of like what you're eating and what you're not eating but sometimes you can kind of feel a bit of a separation because like I don't know. I oh, definitely experienced Oh, totally, that a yeah. Bit. So, um, my partner, Paul, his dad is, like, a really, really good cook. And mm-hmm. he really, really likes, like, doing, like, cooking, like, meat. So, like, ribs, roast. And he has, like, I don't know, a fucking, like, like um, what is it called? Like, a roaster, kind of. Oh. It's, like, a, you put wood chips in it. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah, like, yeah. fucking, oh, like, a smoker. Smoker! He yeah. has a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> and so, he does, like, all these really, really big, like, meat meals. And it smells so fucking good and everybody's like oh fuck john this is so good like you're just sitting there like "Um." yeah and like he's he's so good he always like makes like extra like veggies for me and stuff and like always invites me over for dinner and stuff but i totally feel you with like kind of disconnect because i'm like fuck i want to know if it's good one time i was at a dinner with (laughs) this was really funny obviously i'm not gonna say who this was but um i was at a dinner one time and then someone was asking me about like vegetarianism and one of their questions was well where are you gonna live (laughs) <laughs> wait what like literally they were like like talking about being like yeah like so what do you eat what do you not eat and then they were kind of like well where are you gonna live and i'm like what <laughs> it's like, not an actual question do you know what it is yeah. to be a vegetarian <laughs> it's like i have to move to this like exotic resort yeah. somewhere like where only vegetarians live oh my Aww. god and see so like those there are some like family dinner situations where like my immediate family my parents uh, and brothers are super supportive of like a vegetarian lifestyle and and very much kind of attempt that themselves too. Um, but my grandparents live in town here and 
they don't like quite get it. Yeah. And they mean really well, but they don't quite understand. So the first time that I went vegetarian in first year of university, I remember trying to explain to my grandma because I go over maybe like once a week, once every two weeks for a meal. And I tried to explain to my grandma that I wasn't eating meat anymore. And she just like straight out like rejected it, but like kindly. She wasn't trying to like dismiss me. She was just like, oh, sweetie, no. Uh, <laughs> um, and then I got sick and I'm pretty sure she was convinced that it was partly because mm, I wasn't eating meat. Yeah. And she made me soup that she swore was vegetarian, but there was chicken in it. Uh, <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> like on purpose? Was it like, yeah. Oh yeah, oh for sure. Gosh. It was so, but like. If you knew my grandma, you would know yeah. how funny and sweet this is. She was just, like, clearly, like, in her head, she's like, gotta save Maddie. Yeah. The chicken will save Maddie. Yeah. And so, like, this is the sort of thing where this time around, like, it's just, it's not worth the kind of mental stress it puts no. on my grandma for, like, maybe one, like, maybe one meal a month yeah. where yeah. I eat meat. So I kind of figure, like, that's kind of the situation for me where, like, as a vegetarian, I'll make an exception and eat meat. Is like, if I go to my grandparents' house and my grandma's worked on this meal and it's, like, a family meal... I will eat one dish yeah. of meat, and that's not the end of the world. Like, no. if anything, it's, like, it's part of being a polite, like, for Person, me, yeah. like, what it looks like in my family dynamic, it's mm -hmm. part of being, like, a polite member of their, like, yeah. dinner party. Yeah. Like, yeah. they invite me into their home, yeah. and they do all the work to prepare the meal, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's just my take on no, that. For no, sure. for and sure. And I 100% back that up. Like, I fucking yeah. eat meat. Back it up like a tongue <laughs> truck. Okay, usually it's all my grandmother's cooking. It's usually a McDonald's burger when yeah. I'm drunk. Oh, but... yeah. Literally coming home from, I was going to say the club, but like, when was the last Coming home from the club. Coming home from a board game night. Yeah. Literally being like, oh, man, just a double McChicken right now. Ooh, but, uh, <laughs> okay, so I feel like also, so in terms of like relationships and romantic relationships, it's also a really interesting topic. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. I definitely feel like there's, in every single relationship I've ever been in, I should preface this by saying, I am not a cook. Like, I, oh. don't, I don't cook things. L-O-L. Like, Me neither. Yeah, so every partner I've ever had has kind of been like, well, I like to eat food that's not just cereal, so I'm going to cook meals for us going forward. You're like, oh, aren't you a fancy yeah, bitch? Yeah, wow. And then I just end up, you know what I mean? We, like, have this dynamic going, like, with my current partner, too, where it's like, he cooks. He really enjoys cooking. I like, love when Lane comes over. Yeah. And <laughs> it smells so good in that. I know. And then, like, I do the dishes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, a lot of the time I'll, like, be like, I'll be like, I feel really bad. Like, I feel like you're doing all the hard work here. Like, please, can I, like, help or whatever? Apparently, people enjoy cooking. Yeah, that's so. what he says. He's like, no, it's fine. I'm pretty much done. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, <laughs> okay. You. That's similar to, like, uh, my relationship with my partner. So, Paul really, really likes cooking. And I'm fine with doing the dishes and stuff. Yeah. And... Yeah, I totally, totally. We feel both it. found each other. This is yeah. also the same with Turner yeah. and I. Turner, so Turner and I lived together for about six months a couple of years ago, and it basically just shook out to me mostly doing dishes and Turner mostly cooking, um, and like that. That was like a full day thing. Like it, I have never eaten better, I think, than when I was living with Turner because it meant like not only just like him cooking dinners, but also like he would get up in the morning and make like like eggs on toast oh, and like shit. like broccolini Woo! i know like it was fucking excellent but that was like that was kind of a bonding moment for us too mm -hmm. is partly the like instead of just like me pouring a bowl of cereal early in the morning and then like him being in the kitchen pouring a bowl of cereal he would make breakfast for us and so we would get time to sit down together and mm -hmm. eat breakfast together and we would do dinners together and again this is because turner would cook yeah. and i would do dishes but i think like that's a big part of it is when you're able to do like um, like community meals and like community eating, yeah. then it also means like 
eating gets to turn into a social activity. Yeah, well, 100%. And I remember my grade 12 outdoor ed teacher, um, like, asking us to think about how much food, like, how much our lives revolves around food. Constantly. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. oh, what am I going to eat for lunch? What am I doing for dinner? What, like, are we going out for, like, uh, like snacks and a drink? Or- <laughs> Do you want to go out for snacks? <laughs> hey, I want a snack. Actually, I you really know, that snack. kind of thing. And, and like, food is on our mind 24-7. And, like, yeah. I mean, this is from the start of humankind. Food has always been on our mind kind I of mean, thing. I mean, we're hungry motherfuckers yeah and like it's it's how we're able to survive and anything and everything so it's a really really big part of our life and like making it like a social activity like you're saying and like it helps connect people as well as like separate people as well Well, and as a server i find it really interesting like basically watching how much time uh and i think that this is more common for like um like meals that you go out for and pay for so that there's more of like an environment than when you just like cook at home Mm -hmm. but just like how much time people can spend at a table yeah. having a meal having a drink like there are people who definitely come in and like stay for whatever two and a half mm-hmm. three hours yeah. like that is that's such prime socializing time and especially because then you're not distracted from your socializing from the part of you that's like man i wish i could go eat something yeah because you're doing it there because honestly the that's in my brain constantly when i'm having a social interaction i'm like man, i'm so hungry yeah, yeah literally what am hit I me with a snack snack um also i don't know if you guys ever have this with your partners kind of sorry taking you back to that yeah, but no. i every time i go grocery shopping like with layton for example i will go to the grocery store and he like he just goes places I would never think myself to oh, go. Yeah. Like, I go and he'll, like, I'll be, like, looking at, like, I don't know, like, baked goods, like, over to the freaking boxed cookies, because that's who I am. <laughs> and he'll come he'll come back with, like, a bok choy, and I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like, I would never think to buy myself a bok choy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like for me, like, I'm definitely more of the shopper than Paul yeah. is kind of thing. Like, I got this new app, like, I... It, listings it's not sponsored but i mean it it shows like little pictures of like little things you want to get like all and i really really like it so i really like making lists like shopping i don't know what it's called you're the queen of apps oh god any any restaurant or like any coffee shop we go to cards like i'm ordering on the app i'm like what (laughs) they have an app (laughs) what do you like like tim hortons starbucks like oh yeah (laughs) it's called listonic and you can like send your list to people and shit like oh that. So like I fucking love it. Oh so, also, can so, we just, oh, oh, I was no, just gonna go say ahead. talk about the bouginess factor of like actually every time I go to Starbucks, like I've never used the app before, and I'm like waiting for my drink and like standing there, and then they go like order for Steve for the online order, and yeah. I'm literally like Steve. Steve? <laughs> like <laughs> Steve didn't even have to stand. In yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> um, so my partner Turner is. Um, definitely the shopper of our duo i like all grocery shop because i need to survive turner loves grocery shopping he is also a much like rittier grocery shopper than i am i think that we're a good duo together because he's the one that goes in it's like this looks delicious this looks great we can make this with this and i'm like yes but we're also on a very strict (laughs) budget i literally Um, had this conversation with lane last night that's so funny (laughs) it's like we can't buy organic almond butter we can't spend 50 dollars every time we go to the grocery store (laughs) but also another like interesting thing about learning to grocery shop with a partner is i think everyone tends to have some sort of like 
routine or like regular groupings of food that they buy like I have the same sorts of things like I always have orange juice I always have milk I always have cereal and like some fruit and whatever craft peanut butter but for every person like those staples in your household are different and so that was a really fun for Turner and I when we first started living together being like okay what do I always pick up what do you always pick up and then what are the things that we only pick up as a partnership yeah interesting one thing uh, me and Paul don't like the same peanut butter that's probably yeah. Yeah. No, Turner won't eat Kraft peanut butter because he says it tastes like sugar. I'm like, that's the point. No, okay, yeah, literally. Paul says the opposite. Paul says it tastes too salty. And I'm kind of like, mm, okay, well, okay, Paul's a fool. Paul. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. <laughs> I feel like, like it's like Paul. the perfect medium of sweet and salty. I know. Fucking Kraft peanut butter. I love Kraft peanut butter. I, I like me. I don't know. Me and my mom used to I just, like me. <laughs> I like me. <laughs> I like me too. <laughs> me and my mom used to just like get like tablespoons and just eat it yeah. on the fucking Yeah, I do that every day. Oh, yeah. fuck me. So that's good. Especially now that I'm a vegetarian, I'm like, gotta get my protein so I just like every meal, regardless of what the meal is, I have one spoon. I know one of my favorite snacks is to get like a saltine cracker and put peanut butter yeah. on it and be like delicious, nutritious. <laughs> you and your saltine cracker—they're just like a what vessel for dip, whatever. What do you, you dip it in? Saltine crackers, margarine, margarine. Well, some, I don't yeah, think I spread margarine. You on spread it. it. That's so strange. It's really good. It's like okay. You, like, Speaking of weird food things, <laughs> I have off. a lot. Well, okay, well we've talked. Oh, about we've the done cheese. this. The cheese, the cheese. Yeah, the cheese. Talked about. Oof, that's good. I I laughed um, so hard when we edited that episode, and I just got to listen to that part over and over about Cardi. So like, step one, you put cheese on a plate. Step two, you put the plate in the microwave. <laughs> step three, all you microwave. <laughs> I like eating just like oats, just like dry oats. Yeah. And sometimes I'll put fucking Nesquik syrup in there. Just. It's like a Dang. it's like a deconstructed haystack. I don't trust either of you anymore. Yeah. Oh, like when you guys were kids, did you ever have like weird things that you would just eat? Like I would always just eat dry pasta. And it was like yeah. horrible, but I would just do it. Yeah. Okay, this is like I'm fucking exposing myself so hard right here, but like my mom used to have like bamboo sticks, like dry bamboo sticks, and it was they were like kind of like in this like bowl kind of thing, and it was filled with rice to like help the bamboo sticks like stay upwards. Yeah. Was it decorative then? Yeah, oh, yeah, no. it was decorative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I fucking ate the rice all the time. <laughs> Out of the thing? Yeah. Oh my god, I bet you that was like so dirty. It was so like, yeah, I don't know what I bet everybody was like, 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 like passed by. I just kinda like grabbed some rice. And, That's like me with candy. Oh if someone puts candy in oh, the bowl, those are very different things. Yeah. Except also like it could have been in there for like seventeen years True. and you would have no idea. Like I rice I've, you mean? Well, no, like the candy. Oh, the candy. Like, <laughs> I've definitely been places where I'm like, this candy is very old. Won't stop me. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing will stop me on my path to candy. <laughs> yes, this is true. Um, yeah. I feel like we should maybe start wrapping up soon here. But yeah. 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 Um, oh, sorry to cut you guys short. Um, if you, okay. I was just going to say, I feel like a good way to end this would be, I don't know if you guys felt this at all, like during this delightful conversation we just had, but it actually really dawned on me how almost uncomfortable it can be to talk about food and Mm. your dietary preferences and to have that conversation not within the circle but like also being like i'm having this conversation to like whoever's listening and stuff like it is true like that's a super hard conversation like how do you be thoughtful especially when a lot of what we started off talking about is ethical eating yeah and so like this is definitely a hard line to walk and this is with a lot of things is like honestly at the end of the day there are some things everyone just should be doing for the sake of the planet and for the sake of other people. At the same time, I also think that there are sometimes causes that are taken up in the wrong kind of spirit of like, I'm better than you. Um, And like breeds more hate maybe than than care and compassion. It can also be the way that those things are like discussed and stuff. Like Like the tone. Once again, like nobody wants to be ostracized for their food choices. So like if 
you're trying to like advocate for a certain type of something I feel like I'm calling out some like certain groups which I feel really bad about not intended but like if you're trying to advocate it in a way that's like incredibly incredibly shameful to other people yeah it's like I get it because it's like I understand like the meat and dairy industry is super fucked up and like some people don't know that so and part it's, of it's educating it's good yeah. to educate people but also like no one it can be really hard to get people to listen to you if there's like certain ways said, of going yeah you never know someone's food story and yeah. so you never know the way that like your words about food like doesn't just like impact them as far as like learning about stuff which is obviously super important and like even trying to make like arguments for pursuing certain groups which is also super important mm-hmm. like it's important to campaign and be political and yeah. be loud um but at the same time it's important to keep in mind that like everyone comes at sensitive topics like that with a different history yeah be like sympathetic to people like you never know and give people the benefit of the doubt like this is something i'm trying really hard to do it can be really hard if like (laughs) no it's it's no it's very just like across the board politically like as someone who's like i'm like very left wing and i do a lot of like my research on like left wing like political philosophy um and it can be pretty disheartening to see the state of the world right now Mm -hmm. and what i'm working on doing is being able to like hold people to account and um expect a lot of people and also give people the benefit of the doubt when it's unclear what's going on yeah Yeah. and that's hard it's hard to do and i think we need to try and do it with food too for sure yeah Yeah. i totally agree with that on that note shall we wrap up we We shall thank you for listening thank you yeah thank you please check us out on instagram at new sincerity podcast uh, we've been kind of slow with our posting recently, yes. but we're hoping to get back on that game. And if you ha- ever find anything where you think this is so new sincerity, yeah. um, as you know, as, as you view the world, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you ever think, oh, I could see three amateur women talking about this, um, yeah, send it our way. Whether it's like an image or a topic um, or just a question you have, oh, articles. Yeah, yeah, we read articles. Commentary. That's our job. Like, <laughs> Um, yeah, so just basically contact us. We love to hear from you. We love to get suggestions. We're currently working on reaching out to do some collaborations. Hell so yeah. We're hoping to bring you even more interesting content this year. So. Yeah. Tell yeah. a friend. Tell your mom. Tell your local grocery store clerk. Hey. Frick, yes. Actually, don't. They'd be so annoyed. Yeah, yeah they'd be like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we hope you have a great week. <laughs> Bye. Bye.